0: Okay, so welcome back to the second episode of Gen Z Money. It's been a really, really long time since I've done one of these episodes. So the last time I posted a podcast episode was October 30th, 2020. So I can't even remember how long ago that was. That was like a while ago. So uh, yeah, it's been a while. And in this podcast episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about my Bitcoin tattoo that I got, where Bitcoin is going in the future. Uh, my top books of 2021 since i didn't do my usual instagram post for that um, how you can work harder in 2022 and achieve all your resolutions and things like that and um yeah it's basically what i'm going to be talking about if you're not sure who i am my name is in Rao. i used to have a tiktok called uh gen z money with two it was with two y's uh and it had like over thirty thousand followers and i also trade crypto futures and i've uh, made a good amount of money from that and then i used to trade stocks i still do a tiny bit but like mostly crypto futures now so yeah and maybe i can talk about the stock market a bit and what the fed is doing and things like that so i'll start off i got a bitcoin tattoo a lot of people may think it's pretty stupid to do this and uh maybe they're right but uh i just decided to get it because it'll be cool within like 20 years or whatever or 30 years i'm just like I had this Bitcoin tattoo when Bitcoin was at 40k, and now it's at a million dollars, which I think Bitcoin can actually go to a million dollars for a couple of reasons. A lot of people don't believe this or don't think it'll go that high, but in my opinion it actually will. So this is for a couple of reasons. So one, uh just like on a supply and demand perspective, if you look at uh Bitcoin, there's only 21 million Bitcoin, right? 3 to 4 million of these Bitcoins are lost. Right now there's some countries like El Salvador are trying to accumulate Bitcoin, companies like Tesla trying to accumulate Bitcoin individuals like millionaires and billionaires uh people like winklevoss twins things like that trying to accumulate bitcoin and that's just now so within like 10 to 15 years all it really takes is like apple or amazon to say we're going to be accepting bitcoin from now on and bitcoin going straight to 100k off that but basically bitcoin will become really really scarce where to the point there's only like 40 millionaires in the world okay so if you only have 40 millionaires and only 18 million or 90 million bitcoin then Bitcoin will be really, really scarce. And uh, there will only be 21 million ever. So far, I think there's like 19 million in circulation. I would have to check on that exactly, but somewhere around 19 million. So not all Bitcoin have been mined. If you're not sure how Bitcoin works, basically, uh, right now, 900 Bitcoin can be mined uh, per day. And then uh, each every couple of years, there's this thing called the Havanin event. And basically, with the Havanin event is... uh, The amount of Bitcoin will get split in half, so it'll go 400, a couple more years pass. I think it took four years, something like that, I'm not entirely sure. But um, a few more years pass, then it becomes like half again, half again, half again. And it keeps on uh, going like that. So Bitcoin will become more and more scarce from that alone. More and more countries, uh, companies, and people will be all trying to compete to buy this uh, Bitcoin. And like I said, we'll get to a point where Bitcoin... It's really, really scarce. And I do believe it's a better form of a store of value than gold. And it is digital gold and it is a better gold. I have a tiny bit of gold. I have like uh, three gold chains. That was only a couple thousand dollars, like uh, under a little over like 3,000 Canadian. So yeah, uh, I have those a bit of gold. But in my opinion, I still think that uh, Bitcoin, way better than gold. Uh, You can also transact with Bitcoin. Obviously, there's a 10 minute block time and things like that probably won't be like the currency that we use in exchange there's a lot of other cryptos that would probably be better for that but basically bitcoin right now is really really good store value and i think companies countries and people will see that and like i said simple supply and demand bitcoin price a million dollars in my opinion maybe within my lifetime 500k guaranteed within my lifetime i think it was kathy wood who said like if each company were to In the S and P five hundred, were to put uh two to five percent of their cash in Bitcoin, Bitcoin would go to like three hundred k or five hundred k, something like that. Some, so basically, if each company were to do what Tesla would do, Bitcoin going like straight to five hundred k. So it's uh my opinion, it's like a no brainer to buy Bitcoin, or a no brainer that Bitcoin will go up, which is why I got it tattooed on my body, uh because it's literally on my wrist too, and it's like uh. An Instagram post might be up of the tattoo. I'm not sure. Maybe if I post on Instagram, I don't really do that too often. But um, it's like on my wrist. It's pretty big. Uh, I was going to get on my neck. But then I decided mm, my wrist is probably better. So, yeah. Next topic I'm going to be talking about is uh, top book of 2021. Usually I do an Instagram post where I like pose with all the books I read. Uh, I decided not to do that this year. But uh, top book of 2020. Or just top... My top books in general. So I'll say my top three books are Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Just really good book. Obviously, there's controversy with Robert T. Kiyosaki, how he like invented some of the stories and things like that. Um, But overall, I think it's a really, really good book. Second book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. That's a good book. Obviously, another controversy to that where apparently Napoleon Hill didn't really know Andrew Carnegie. So... Controversy with that, but I still think the material in it is a good book. And then third best book, I'd probably say "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Good, all around, just to like learn discipline and things like that. And David Goggins is a crazy guy, in a lot of ways. So that that's a good book. So I'd probably say those are my top three. I ordered the Almanac of Ravi- Naval Ravikant. That's coming tomorrow. I'm really really excited for that because I like love Naval Ravikant. I've listened to like the Joe Rogan podcast with him like. Maybe like five times or some, probably more, probably eight, honestly. I listened to that podcast a lot. Super excited for the almanac of Naval Ravikant. It's not by Naval Ravikant, but I heard it's really good. He like puts together all his tweet storms and things like that. And basically like a lot of the things he said. And he, in my opinion, very intelligent person. And like, just like, I feel like knows a lot. And like, whenever I listen to him, I'm like, oh, I walked away learning something. This was good. And I, I like like his view on like a lot of things like his view on uh, relationships, happiness, things like that, money. He had that tweet storm where he like talked about how to build wealth. Really good tweet storm. Got like over 100,000 likes. So that was good. Uh, if you haven't read that, it might be worth reading that tweet storm. But I'm super excited for the Almanac of Nalva Radicon that I got. Achieving since it's obviously new year, 2022. Achieving like new year's resolutions and things like that. Obviously for a lot of you. I feel like you probably fail and things like that. Okay, one tip I have for achieving your New Year's resolutions is not to tell anybody your New Year's resolution. One, make it crazy far out of reach. I know some people disagree with that and say it should be attainable, but I think it should be like, make you like stretch almost, where it's like you can reach it, but you have to like really, really try to achieve the, that goal. Um, there's a quote from Ray Dalio. who's was like in a book called Principles. If you limit your goal to know what you, to to what you know you can achieve, you're setting the bar way too low and that's a guy from Bridgewater, like the hedge fund or whatever it's called, I think it's called Bridgewater. But yeah, basically I think it should be like something that's like almost unattainable, but it's attainable at the same time, if that makes sense. If you wanna make like 100K in a year, make it a million type thing, almost 10 extra goals, if that's uh, possible. Because if you push yourself hard enough, you can like basically achieve anything. Second thing is with your goals, is whatever you set in the resolutions, whatever, Do not tell anybody your goals slash resolutions. This is for like a lot of reasons. Unless this person will hold you accountable. But if you don't, if you're telling this person just to tell them, then it's not worth it. So yeah, like I was saying, don't tell anybody your goals. Because anytime you tell someone your goal, you get like a stroke of ego without completing it. Like people will be like, if you say, oh, I'm trying to be a millionaire this year. or Oh, I'm doing this, waking up every single day at 5 a.m. type thing. People be like, oh, that's so good, I hope you achieve that, like, you already got the satisfaction without achieving the goal, so just do the goal, then tell people, because you actually accomplished it, so you deserve, or you don't deserve the sense of validation, but, like, you earned it, at least, like, it, it wasn't, like, you just told them the goal, and they're, like, wow, that's so good for you, good job, that, that, when you tell the person your goal, and you didn't actually do that, but they give you some sort of validation, even they say, good job, anything like that, you earned the validation, or, like, Uh, Sense of proudness like the stroke to your ego without even doing any work without achieving the resolution So don't tell anybody your goals do the thing then tell people if you want to tell people Only tell people if you know that person will hold you accountable if you like uh, Tell the person I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. And you know that that They'll also be awake at 5 a.m. With you and be like are you up question mark type thing then maybe tell the person your goals There's a quote by uh, I think it's by Napoleon Hill but I, I have it on, like, my... Yeah, it is by Napoleon Hill. Tell the world what you would intend to do, but first show it. So that's, like, relates to goals. Just, like, do the goal slash resolution. Then you can tell people at the end of the year when you're actually completing it. And that'll be, like, real satisfaction. Uh, the next thing I was going to talk about... Honestly, I kind of winged this. Sorry if the audio is bad and things like that. I'm sort of just, like, rambling. But, uh, okay, working harder in 2022. I think we all want to work harder and things like that and we all want to be more productive i think a lot of things with working hard is just being disciplined and making sure you're like doing the right things to set up momentum in your day so like uh wake up early waking up early is really really good thing because when you wake up early i feel like you i feel like most majority of successful people wake up early like i'm not sure if there's a statistic for this but i'm willing to bet that uh the majority of billionaires wake up before 7 a.m or 8 a.m or whatever So wake up between, I would say between 4 to 6 a.m. Obviously, you can get away with it and wake up like 11 and I'm sure you can still make crazy amounts of money like that. But I feel like it's just better to wake up early. It just like grounds you and uh, makes you more disciplined basically to go to bed early and wake up early. And uh, if you don't go to bed early, then I guess you're getting a bit less sleep. So it like forces you to be more productive during the day to make sure you can get to bed early and still get your uh, eight hours of sleep if you. Uh, desire that which should probably should aim for that working harder make like a Momentum type morning routine where you wake up you do things that are hard So maybe you work up wake up workout take a cold shower cold showers are hard. I did that for 365 days I stopped that now. I'm not gonna lie now I take hot showers. Maybe I'll go back. I don't know but uh, Probably not honestly, but yeah, I still wake up early or still try to wake up early and then I still work out so yeah, wake up work out Eat a big breakfast, make your bed, things like that, and just develop the momentum. So then when you do sit down at the desk to start your work, you're ready to go. And it's just like flows. And honestly, part of working out is just like being disciplined and just doing the work. It sounds simple, but like just do the work type thing. I basically talked about most of the things I want to talk to you about. Also, I'm gonna talk about happiness, how you can be more happier in 2022. And just in general in life, obviously, I'm no happiness expert. A lot of the things I know about happiness, honestly, from like Navajo, Robbie Kahn, things like that. And philosophers and things like that. But uh, part of, I think, being happy is just like, you can look at life in two ways. Uh, let's say you're trading stocks or crypto and you lose like $300. You can either be like, damn, I lost $300. Uh, what am I going to do? This, that... Or you can just take that L, uh, be like, okay, I lost money. How can I learn from it? There's two ways to look at everything in life. And I think you just have to look at things in a positive light, even if they may not seem in positive light. Also, don't care or like care very little about what people have to say. Uh, If you do have someone, uh, if you do value someone's opinion, make sure that person's, Like, it's worth valuing that person's opinion. You can't just be some random person. Uh, I think if you just care less, you would be more happy. Also, being content with what you have. Obviously, I'm uh, trying to get more and more and more money. But I still have, like, a sense of, like, contentness. Where, like, I don't want uh, designer clothes or designer shoes or a really, really, really nice car. Be content with whatever you have and just don't buy useless things. I think anybody, okay, this is, might be unpopular, but I think anybody who's, like, obsessed with buying materialistic things and things like that, I think they're generally unhappy people because they just, like, go from next item to next item to next item to next item, to next item and just, like, materialistic, I'm not sure this word, but, like, materialism, that's probably not a word, but, like, th- that type of, like, behavior where you're, like, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, you just have to, like, not care about wanting the next thing and... I feel like it's a sad life just going from next material object to next material object to next material object and just bye 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 bye. It's not worth it. I'm not personally trying to live that lifestyle and I like I said I don't really care. Pretty content or actually extremely content with everything I have. Uh I don't need anything else. So like part of happiness I think is just being content with what you have. Don't be obsessed with materialistic objects and things like that and just realize that happiness does not come from that. And you have to look for other sources of happiness. I feel like most of the podcasts were just me rambling from topic to topic. Uh, Those are the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I know it's kind of short. The podcast. I'm pretty sure how long was my last one. Uh, My last one was. Oh, my last one was also twenty minutes. Okay. So that was pretty good podcast episode. I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Um, Oh, also my TikTok got banned. Hopefully, I get that back. Uh, so yeah, my TikTok account is now gone. Gen Z money with two Ys is no longer there. That's whatever or not really. It kind of sucks, but, uh, all I have a backup TikTok account that I'm posting on. And it has like 12,000 followers. Uh, I used to post on it. Uh, wait, I'm going to check the username. Okay. The username is Gen Z money with two Ys and then a one. Uh, I don't think. I don't know. It's kind of dead. So I might just start a new TikTok. If I do, I'll, it'll probably be linked somewhere in like an Instagram or whatever. So maybe go follow that if you want to. I'm doing a crypto challenge. So yeah, that should uh, maybe go okay. We'll see. I don't want to make any promise. I guess I kind of didn't make a promise in the TikToks. But like like I was saying in, during this podcast, at the start of year, don't just tell people your resolutions. Do the thing, then tell people. So, all I'll say is I started, I started a new crypto account. We'll see how that goes. Oh, also, okay, one last thing I want to talk about um, is uh Bitcoin. uh Like, Bitcoin short-term. I talked about long-term. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I wonder if I'll hold 40K, blah, blah, blah. People who would be like, it's going down to 30K. You don't know that. Like, shut up uh, for many reasons. Because, first of all, if you, like, look. Okay, let me pull up the 4 hour chart. There's so many resistance points. In the chart that I have pulled up, so it has to break 40k. Then I have 32k as resistance, things like that. It's just like a lot of resistance points, and I think it's better just to trade off support and resistance. You can't predict Bitcoin will go all the way down to 40k type. I mean, all the way down to 30k or 20k. I've seen some idiots say like uh, sub 20, like sub 20. There's no way that's happening. Uh, there's a crazy, there's crazy buying pressure at 20k. Uh, it's just like a simple resistance and things like that. So uh, anybody who says like Just trade off the of support and resistance. I'm telling you right now It's way easier because if you try to predict Bitcoin short-term price action, it's just like There's no point sell on uh, Or sorry buy on support sell on resistance type thing just do that scale in scale out It'll be easy money or easier money you manage risk things like that so That's basically what I would do. Uh, I'm trying to look at the Bitcoin chart right now. So obviously we peaked at 69k. Dip, 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 dip. Um, Looks like a downtrend. But like I said, if 40k holds, where so far it has, we should be good. If not, maybe we could go lower. But like I said, nobody knows uh, what's going to happen. And honestly, I wouldn't mind a huge dip. If it, If there is a huge dip, let's say, like, to 30k, which I'm not encouraging or saying it'll happen or whatever, but let's just say 30k, if you have, like, let's say Bitcoin goes to 30k and then back to, like, 70k, so 30k to 70k, you know how much money you can make from trading crypto futures if it's just, like, one move up, like, this downtrend has been how it's been 60k to 40k almost. If it's like that, but instead of, but like up, it'll be the nicest um, way to like 500X your account. I 200, or technically now it's like 140X. But at one point my account was like almost up 200X or something crazy like that. Because I started trading, I started trading around May time. There was a huge dip. But then, basically, uh, July. I remember July really, really well. Bitcoin crossed above thirty k, so it went below thirty k, and then it crossed above thirty k. And then I remember I had a Bitcoin long in it. But then I sold that Bitcoin long. Big, big mistake. But basically, if you look, Bitcoin went from thirty k, and it like basically perfectly went up all the way up until sixty k, which is pretty crazy. Sixty nine k. I mean so if something again like that happens or just like straight up run you can like a thousand extra account type thing Like you can turn 1k into a million I feel like mm. depends how fast it happens but it might happen so uh, I obviously would not mind a dip and I'll just make sure I don't lose everything in that dip but what's funny is as soon as I got my Bitcoin tattoo Bitcoin started dipping so maybe market top signal I don't know. Or I guess it wouldn't even be marked top. It'd be like, I think I got it when Bitcoin was like 47K or something like that. But we'll see what happens. Like I said, don't try to top. Ta- don't try to be like, oh, Bitcoin is going to 30K just because some idiot on Twitter also says that. Or same thing. Uh, don't try to be like, Bitcoin is going to 200K or 100K just because. Another idiot on Twitter says that it's gonna bounce from 40k. Like I said, trade off support and resistance. It's much much easier. Okay, that's all I want to say in this podcast. Uh, thanks for wa- listening. Uh, sorry about the audio quality. I feel like it's pretty bad. I feel I was drinking coffee and drinking water while recording this. So like, if you hear any weird noises, that's because I drank. Uh, so yeah, I feel like I said so yeah a lot. But yeah, that's all I want to say. Uh, follow, subscribe, whatever. I don't even know. Wait, can you follow someone? Okay, yeah, follow, is there a follow option on Spotify? I don't know, but just whatever the equivalent of following, subscribing, or download, or whatever, just do that to this episode if you enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks, bye, uh, thanks for listening, maybe I'll make a video, I don't know, we'll see what we'll have in this podcast, I sort of just winged this and just recorded it, because uh, I was kind of bored. So yeah, bye, have a nice day, see you in the next episode of Gen Z Money, hopefully that's not in like two years, but bye.